and welcome to Sifting Through the Shit. I'm your host, KT. Today's date September 13th, 2022. Okay, for those of you who don't know, I started this podcast, oh gosh, right around January, I think it was, of 2021. Um, and the reason I did is because I listened to a lot of alternative news sources. And I have a lot of time on my hands, so to speak. I do a lot of driving. I listen as I drive. Um, when I lay down at night, you know, my mind starts wondering about shit. So I just get up for a few hours until I listen to enough that it's actually put me to sleep. And the one thing that I've noticed is that all of these pundits that I listen to have egos uh, greater than the greatest rock star you can imagine. And... That's where the sifting through the shit comes from. I try to sift through all these programs and grab the nuggets and report them to you so that you don't have to listen through the hours and hours of crap that I listen to. That being said, I also give um, food for thought, I'll call it. My interpretation of things to come, so on and so forth. So... Let's start with um, the people I used to listen to. I used to listen to, uh, gosh, I can't even think of his name because it's been so long. McKay, Scott McKay. Can't even think of what his stupid name is. But, you know, the guy's just, he's a little over the top. We're coming down with a truth hammer. You know, he's almost like Hulk Hogan on steroids. And when they started talking about this this Sara Jassara crap, that's where they kind of lost me a little bit because... And if you don't know, the Nasara Chisara theory is that when these 13 family cabals are overturned, that all the interest that you've paid, all the loans, all the taxes are all going to be returned to you. And that all sounds, you know, utopian, woohoo, but reality is, if you really think about it, oh, and the other thing is, is you're going to be able to work doing whatever you want to do. That makes you happy. And that sounds wonderful, doesn't it? Until you start asking questions like, um, <coughs> who's going to be shoveling shit? Because shit still needs to be shoveled. I don't know one person I've ever met in my life that said, you know, I wish I could just shovel shit for a living and not manage this corporation or not flip burgers or not work at this assembly line. Not one person has said, I really wish I could shovel shit. So, you know, it, it sounds like quite the pipe dream, but I've really kind of dismissed that. Some people still kind of comment occasionally on it. And, but unless, you know, if they're really hammering it in, I, I pretty much dismiss them. So, one person that I have listened to pretty regularly for the last year, uh, probably a little over the year, has been Tori Sets. And Tori is um, a self-proclaimed deep stater, whistleblower. Um, She claims that she's helped overthrow a lot of foreign governments, and that's kind of what they did here in the uh, United States in 2020, and that is somewhat believable. But lately, she's just been all about herself. And, you know, you got to have some humility. 
and I also listen to, whenever I can, a gentleman by, that goes by Juan O'Savin. Now, the difference between Juan and Tori is Juan always seems gracious to be on whoever's program. Juan doesn't have a program of his own. I would dare say he's the most sought-after um, Patriot commentator out there. And Tory has bad-mouthed him a time or two. And the thing of it is, though, you know, she's getting all upset because people are now starting to talk about stuff that she's been talking for the last six to nine months about. And if you, you know, should go on to say, oh, it's all about, you know, the country. I just care about the country. Well, if that's the truth, why are you getting all butthurt that these people aren't giving you credit? They may not know that you were a source in this. And humility can go a long way for credibility. I have no secret sources like I said, I just sift through a whole lot of shit and bring you what I think is legitimate nuggets and a little food for thought. I am nobody, but they did at one point shut down this um, podcast. I had to restart it under a new email. No clue why. Well, I have a slight clue why because I was talking about red flags and um mass shootings and whatnot, but I had to restart with my whopping 26 listeners, you know, so, and and I don't, I don't do any advertising. Um, I will give a plug for Mike Lindell because I think the man has really put his money where his mouth is. Um, I actually have a MyPillow that I don't use. My wife uses because I was in a car accident when I was 18 years old, and I have neck problems, and that pillow just didn't do anything for me. So, but it does not make his products any less great, or the fact of how he is uh, spending his time trying to help, you know, bring truth back to this country. Um, I don't promote gold or silver. I have silver. Um, you know, I, I just do this as I drive along and my work schedule. And I'm basically just, like I said, discussing nuggets that I've heard from other commentators and kind of thinking out loud. So, I really, my gut tells me something's going to be happening here real quick. And let's talk about the elections. Now, the one thing that Tory's going on and on about is that, and she's been actually filing, getting people to file lawsuits all over the country in their state about the certifications of these election machines. Apparently, the certifications expired, or maybe it was the certification of the certification company, the ESC, EC, I don't remember the acronym. Sorry, you can, I'm sure you can look it up. And they expired in 2017. And these machines were not recertified for 2020. Now, <coughs> I will tell you somebody very close to me, I won't mention any names, but very, very close to me, will 
be promoted tonight as the, um, give me a second to think about, township clerk. She's been the deputy clerk for, I don't know, a number of years. She's now being promoted to the actual clerk. And when I asked her about if the machines were certified, she said, well, yeah, of course. Somebody came in and certified. That's not the question. The question is, were they certified? Just because somebody came in, ran a few, uh, you know, pretend ballots and, and made sure the machine, quote unquote, works as it's supposed to, isn't certification. And that's something to keep in mind. There's got to be a documented certification from a certified certifier. So this person recently disclosed to me that the township did receive an email that the election information for 2020 must be preserved because there are lawsuits being filed. Because, and most people don't know this, by law, they have to hold on to these records for 22 months. Now, there's already reports of some counties, probably Wayne County would be my guess, where um, the election machine, we'll call them the minions, went in and did quote-unquote software updates that wiped out the voting records of 2020. That, if I could find out which, well, let's see there again, we'll get to that in a second. Um, That's illegal. But here's the thing. In order for you to contest that in a court of law, you have to have standing. And standing lately has been quite a thorn in the side of patriots. So if I went in as a citizen of Michigan and I said, hey, Wayne County wiped out their 2020 um, election records, and I'm suing because I've been injured. This is a violation of my rights, violation of law. Basically, the court could say, well, you don't live in Wayne County, so you don't have standing. Even though I live in the state of Michigan, this is the same shit that went down with the Supreme Court and the election um lawsuits that were brought to them by Texas and a couple other states. They were shut down for standing. Well, that's bullshit. They know it's bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. But it gives the media a talking point of, well, you know, all them, all those lawsuits were thrown out. You know, there, there was nothing there, so there was thrown out. No, there was lots there. They just didn't have standing. So our judicial system needs a bit of an overhaul from that standpoint. Now let's talk about what's going on with Trump and the lawsuit, or not the lawsuits, the uh, raids, if you will, that have been happening to his, uh, we'll call it his previous White House staff. There's been reports of between 35 and 50 former President Trump 
White House connected people being raided by the FBI like recently. Now, I firmly believe that Trump entrapped them with the Mar-a-Lago raid. And here's why. They've now set precedents. <coughs> They're going after records, which he has a right to have, because Obama and Clinton both have similar records that are still sealed and not in their presidential libraries. Why is this important? Because Durham's still on the hunt. And if you think that Russiagate stops with Hillary, you are dead wrong. Think about who had control over the CIA and the FBI then. It wasn't Hillary. It was Barry. And who's the one giving the orders to get shit done? Barry. And it's so odd to me that all this stuff, you know, they don't understand. I mean, we've all heard the term. Once it's on the web, it's on the web. You cannot completely delete it. If it isn't on your device anymore, it's on someone else's device that you either sent it to or they saw it or whatever. Screenshot. So that's going to come into play here very soon, I believe. Um, oh, my mind just drew a blank. I was going to go somewhere after that. That's what happens when you do this unscripted, just driving down the road. So, yeah, I, I really believe that that is um, that's a setup. Let's talk about Elon Musk for a second and the whole Twitter thing, because people are still going ape shit over that, and I laugh. I'm laughing so hard. I got into some debate with somebody about it last night on. Facebook. They're like, uh-uh. He, he's just, he's broke. He can't afford to buy it now. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> you're a fool if you believe Elon Musk ever had any intentions on buying Twitter. Now, I have a hard time trusting Elon Musk, but in this particular application, I have zero doubt that what went down was Elon Musk purposely made an offer that they could not refuse so that he could expose their true bot count. Because, you know, they've been saying, oh, it's only, you know, 5 or 6%. Now, of course, they're saying, oh, well, you know, it's 15%. I think at the end of the day, we're going to find it's closer to 60 to 75%. And the reason that this is important is because... Social media has been directing the narrative in our country for the last damn near 20 years. Heck, well, maybe not 20 years, maybe 14 years, but still. And how do they do this? Easy. They make it seem like all these leftist issues from gay rights, abortion rights... Um, you know, uh, eat the rich, so on and so forth, are all the mainstream line of thinking. That Democrat ideology is where the whole country is at. 
and it's not. If it weren't for cheating, they could never win an election based on their policies because the American people just are not on board with most of these policies. But you're probably sitting there thinking for yourself the last 12 years, gosh, I must be like one of five people or something. I, I always thought I was normal. Well, let me tell you, you are normal. And it's all these freaks with their trans shows for kids and all that that are not the norm. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to take a drink. So, his plan was to expose this, the level of, I don't know what to call it, um, <laughs> disinformation. How's that? <laughs> That's a buzzword these days, isn't it? And at the end of the day, I think he's going to end up winning his lawsuit to not buy the company. <laughs> I think the SEC or whoever it is that they fall under, as far as their reporting of what's real and what's not, is going to end up suing them. I think their shareholders are going to end up suing them if they haven't started already. If you own stock in Twitter, you should start now there will be a class action lawsuit and it is going to bankrupt Twitter. Now, they may go into bankrupt protection and still be able to maintain with some sort of class action you know, settlement, but it's coming. There's zero doubt in my mind. It's coming. And at that point, you know, who knows? Uh, Trump's acquisition company may just buy it up and shut it down. I'm not really sure. A couple things to take note, though, of Trump. We've been hearing since 2015, oh, we got him now. We got him now. We got him now. Oh, no, this time. No, we got him. Adam Schiff, I've got solid proof. Really? Because ain't nobody seen it yet, <coughs> including a, a courtroom. Note how calm Trump is and how he continues swinging back. If they really had him, I think he'd show a little bit of nervousness. Don't you? I mean, maybe not. The guy's pretty confident. But I, he was chosen for this job to help bring down this deep state. And I really believe that that's the game here is to bring down the deep state. So that brings me to the next point. How do you get 10 years out of Donald Trump legally? 10 years as president out of Donald Trump constitutionally. You get him in there for the first four years. You allow them to throw everything at the next election because you know even the Rhinos are going to help get him removed because Donald Trump and MAGA is not a threat to our democracy. It's a threat to the deep state. I don't like calling them the elites because they're not elites. But you know what I'm getting at. That's the only threat is to them. 
So you allow them to steal this election. You use two years, maybe a little more, to allow the people to expose the theft, expose how the theft took place, so that the election can be, one, overturned, and Trump can serve the remaining two years, plus still legally, constitutionally run for another full term. And it also exposes every little thing that they threw at this so that we can put an end to it for all of time. Now, that may sound like a bit of hopium, and I acknowledge that. But I firmly believe that that's what's going on here. I'm the only one that I've heard state this. So, you know, I don't know. I, this is pure speculation out of uh, all the shit that I sift through on a daily. This is a battle between good and evil. Make no mistake. And we must continue to pray to God. I pray daily, mostly asking for the world to be turned back to his righteousness and to a state that makes more sense to me. Because right now, everything is upside down and inside out. In fact, yesterday I made a prediction that the Detroit Lions will not only be in the Super Bowl, they will win the Super Bowl. Because in today's world, that would make sense. So, when you're praying, you know, I I try to remember, but I'm not very good at it. Remember to pray for forgiveness for your sins. No matter how clean of a life you think you live, you still have some sinful thoughts and do sinful things. We all do. There's only one man who's ever walked this earth who hasn't. And he may even tell you that he did. Be humble especially before God. Be kind. I find myself oftentimes getting triggered by some of the liberals that I end up debating on Facebook. And I try to keep it calm, you know, and tell them that I'll pray for them, that they are awakened soon and see the light. Um funny, the other day, a Satanist uh, Facebook page came across my thread. I don't know why. So I decided to post a picture of Jesus on there, and I said, patiently waiting his return. And I got a few likes, and I got a few, um, you know, I don't know if I go as far as to say they're hateful things, but one person posted a, a gif of Anakin Skywalker saying, I've heard enough about this Obi-Wan. And 
So I just simply commented, well, we all know it happened to Annie, so, you know. Um, I believe God has a sense of humor. He's got to have a sense of humor. Look at the platypus, for crying out loud. But, I know a lot of, I know some people in my life have been trained to pray for wants and needs. And I don't really do a lot of that. I, I'm pretty blessed, to be honest with you. And life is a lot about perspective. You know, if, if you constantly see yourself as a victim, well, guess what? You're constantly going to be a victim. But it's not just enough to see yourself as being blessed. You have to give gratitude for those blessings. And I learned this from a woman that I dated a while ago. Probably the single biggest influence on my life. Who introduced me to a book called The Secret. And... It truly was one of the biggest influences on my life, uh, listening to that book. I did the audio audio version because I don't read so well. But gratitude changed my life. Giving thanks to God for all that you have, even if you don't believe you have much. And I struggle daily with being here on earth. Um, I've been blessed to have had a glimpse of what heaven will be like. And I, I cannot even begin to try to explain to you the peace that I felt in my heart and in my mind at that moment that I woke from that dream. There's not a worry in the world. And I firmly believe that that was God showing me what heaven will be like one day. And I pray, I don't assume that I will be there. I pray that I make it there. But I live a pretty pretty good life. I've got it pretty good. I, I can't complain. I really can't. So, pray with me, Lord. We'd like to see peace and prosperity and freedom for the whole world. Rid us of this tyranny. Let us be governed by people who are humbled and have the best interest of all in mind, not just themselves. We ask in your name, Jesus Christ, amen. God bless. Have a good day.